This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome into the Bartholomew Town Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bartholomew. On this episode, a conversation with Brother Gary of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on. Appreciate it very much. Um, let's get right into it. Obviously, this week exemplifies, the la- the past week exemplifies experiences that you know we, you can trace back to 400 500 whatever you know a long amount of time many many years it's uh it's not like it's something brand new here but if you can just sort of wrap us uh, or, or kind of summarize from your perspective the past week and what you hope will come out of this in a tangible sense not just a, a talking point sense but in a tangible sense immediately well, first, I want to say I'm honored by having uh, me on the show. I really am a big fan, Bill. Um, tangible. Uh, when you use the word tangible, there's so many recollections that we could come in place. Uh, the summing up real lively is that, you know, America has polarized African-American males and females and the history, right? It, it, it's... Not every white American has this this uh, optimal feeling of, of uh, total distrust and dishonest. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's been a nightmare for black people in America. It has been. It has been a joint effort across the nation. Um, for my uh, Caucasian brothers, we love them. We just want to be treated equal in a fair game in the economic uh, stimulus plan. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, the African-Americans has been the punching bags of America. And, uh, you know, it's not right. It's not right at all. Let's talk about, there's been some confusion, I guess, kind of zeroing in to, on tomorrow. There's, sort of several events scheduled. Number one, there's there's an event scheduled downtown, a rally at Kennedy Plot. There's also a youth march that's pl- that's planned from Dexter Park. Um, you know, I've 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 heard from a number of community groups that are involved in the latter, involved in the youth group march. Do you, you your organization have anything to do with either of those events? And if not is there some concern that there may be some bad actors involved in organizing those events? First, let me just say this. And I don't mean this like that because I love my, my, my state and I love the people in Rhode Island. I, I think they're a prompt, very unique group of people. And um, they're beautiful people here that live in Rhode Island. That's, that's, that's number one. Number two, I have no recollection of, of some of these people that are coming in from uh from, uh, you know, um, a different place, you, you know, from uh, different, different states. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know if they were coming from different states. I, I don't want to say that, but whoever they are, if they were coming to the city, I think it would have been, you know, give me a heads up and say, Hey, brother Gary, we coming down to protest or whatever, because I'm, I'm sort of like the head spread, the head spear of, of Rhode Island. You think of, uh, of, uh, pro, uh, protesting, uh, I think, there should be a monument of me there, <laughs> you know, uh, um, but these are young people, you know, for the most part, trying to get their voices across 
And there's nothing really wrong with that if it's a peaceful protest. But I think they, they, someone from the mayor's office asked me to participate to give them a hand and show them how it's done. And, and just, you know, I want to guide them in the right direction. And that is to be nonviolent and give a, give a uh, nonviolent, peaceful uh, demonstration. So you, will you be there tomorrow? And, 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 or yeah, kind of in the, yeah, I will be. I, yeah, I, I just asked to come just now and, uh, I just want to say some words of inspiration and to uplift those guys. And I just want to head them in the right direction where, you know, there's no uh, looting or rioting. I'm against that. So that's not what Black Lives Matter, what we teach. You know, we don't teach that around the country, you know. So we want to make our city safe and secure and keep our words. That's the mostly main important thing. What's your reaction to what happened on Monday night? Because, you know, when I arrived actually, you know, downtown, I mean, the first thing that I thought of was, all right, this is going to be an opportunity for, frankly, haters to sort of usurp the movement, usurp the momentum that started to build even in Rhode Island on Saturday with the peaceful rally, um, the, the peaceful rally downtown at, at Kennedy Plaza that moved to the state house. that these right. outside forces were sort of, you know, overshadowing the broad concerns. I mean, what's your message to those folks that were looting and wreaking havoc sort of outside of the parameters of what Black Lives Matter actually stands for and what you've built your name on? Right. Well, uh, Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, Bill, we, sure. because it is distinctive where, you know, I basically build the brand myself, you know, um, that's, that's uh, a fair statement, but Back to back to we want to keep we want to keep it clean tomorrow. Tomorrow we want to have great solidarity. We want, don't want to raise the bar and be violent. That's not what we're about, Mm-mm, not at all. So we don't want to give the idea, the impression that uh, the visual is so important. So we want to leave a great demonstration tomorrow. You know, so someone can say, "Hey, that's a great protest, young guys," because they're young teenagers. And I want to show them the right way to do it. You know, that's all. How would you describe your conversations with Governor Raimondo yesterday? I asked her the same question. She said that they were productive. You've, you've had a relationship, uh, the two of you going back some years. Can you sort of fill us in on any details that may have occurred in that meeting? I, I think she's amazing. I think she's, she's like, she's, she's very articulate. She's brilliant, man. She, she's willing to work with some of the uh, urban community to to enhance differences and bring us together culturally and educationally and economically. So she's she's all aboard of what we're doing. And I just want to say, you know, thank you, Gina Ramonda, for giving us a shot. And um, I appreciate that, you know. What about Lieutenant Governor McKee? Because I know you had an experience with him also, um, you know, a, a basically a listening session that the Lieutenant Governor was a part of. Can you sort of summarize that relationship? Just your relationship in general broadly with Rhode Island's elected officials. I want to say I have a, a clear, like, it's been great, man. It's been really good. I'm honored. I, I think that, you know, as a protester, um, I, I'm pretty sure they're kind of iffy with me if they don't know who I am. I am a Rhode Islander. Um, 
I had worked on a campaign with Gina years ago and um, in 09. So I think the trust is there. She knows who I am. So, you know, um, I just want change in my community. You know, that's about it. Just like any other, any, any other um, candidate or any person that's running or not running. I want, listen, I want these things to happen for our community, for healthcare, uh, affordable, uh, affordable healthcare, you know, um, talk about the COVID-19, talk about, you know, the African-American concerns, economic development, um, uh, teach financial literacy. There's a whole description of things where, where we must understand that we must get back into the race as African-Americans. So, yeah, it's definitely not just one specific issue. And I think a lot of people try to ignore the fact that, you know, they look for an acute problem um, and then they, they zero in on that rather than looking at just the, the big picture, which is there's inequity baked into the cake when it comes down to it here in the United States and frankly around the world. But zeroing back into Rhode Island in the, in the last couple of minutes here, uh, just a few hours ago, I was at the state house and Rep. Anastasia Williams held a press conference to address many of the things that you just mentioned and others. And I asked Speaker Nick Mattiello, Rhode Island Speaker of the House, Nick Mattiello, if he planned on attending, uh, if he would commit to attending tomorrow's rally and future rallies. And he said that though he supports the cause, he wouldn't commit to attending the rally. What's your message to officials that have some kind of trepidation about jumping in on this cause broadly, supporting Black Lives Matter Rhode Island and showing face and feet on the ground uh, when it comes to action here in the Ocean State? Well, see, Rhode Island is, is an old it's it's a old it's part of the thirteen colonies. So the mentality of of the uh, forefathers' uh, uh, offsprings it's it's unfortunate. But uh, listen to the word plantation, Providence plantation, and it shows you that the similarities of education, even with the elected officials, some of them they don't have the proper education, and and still the distance plays a part in education. Where that distance is still you know. Um, it's almost ignorant. So, you know, I, I wish that he would attend, you know, to one of those um, rallies where where he can get an eye open, you know, and some people are just, you know, a lot of people are stuck in their ways. And I'm not saying Nick is, <laughs> I'm just saying that we got to be more conscious and pay attention to what's going on in the world. Just because it's not happening in Rhode Island, it's still across the band. And the band is part of the band-aids. And the band-aid is, is that, you know, America is bleeding and it needs the band-aids. And, it's, you know, it's not good. It's not a good look for, for, for the officials not to be involved the way, you know, Gina Raimondo has dived in with, you know, what, what our cause is and what we're about. So I, I commend her for that. All right. My last question would be, What's your message to anyone out there that's listening right now about what they can do immediately to support your specific cause to support Black Lives Matter Rhode Island and just to generally gain more awareness about the realities of the world we live in? What's your message to anyone out there right now that's looking for some way to get involved or someone out there who's unsure whether they should get involved? Well, there's not a question about should they get involved? I think they should get involved, black and white people. I think that is the future. I think that 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 Sims from my peaceful demonstration from last Saturday showed no incidents at all, none at all. 
you know, no violence, no looting, no destruction. I mean, after after we left, there was a little vandalism. Some kids broke the window and spray paint, spray paint. But other than that, there was none of that, none of that stuff at our event. It was peaceful. We marched, we, we walked, and we after we got done, after I got done, it was over. So, you know, that's the thing between veterans that do this and people who just want to make a name for themselves or just want to do things uh, the wrong way. And, 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 and we did it the right way. So, and we, we're going to be out next, next, uh, next, this Saturday at Newport. We have a, we have a rally up there in Newport. So I, I advise everybody to come up there this Saturday at three o'clock in Newport at uh, Martin Luther King Center. Wow. That's amazing. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's a statewide challenge here. A lot of people have, have the notion that it's a Providence centric or, or somehow based around the urban core. I mean, this is a community to community, household to household, person to person challenge. And it's the responsibility of everybody to step up and do the right thing right now. And I'm glad to see you're bringing the formality to Newport. Um, so when it, I guess this is the bonus question, if you will, for black lives matter, Rhode Island, how, how do you fit into the bigger infrastructure of the organization on a national level? Because right out of the gate, you were quick to sort of separate yourself from that. Is there is there a national infrastructure to this movement, or is it sort of a state by state, community by community organiz- organization that's that's almost federalized? Right, and uh, their organization is big. And let me just say this: that. I'm honored to be to, to pass the word on of education for black for uh, for, for African Americans and blacks around this country. Never mind Rhode Island, but we have a bigger plan to fit in the loop, and that is from the law system all the way down to education and all the way down to economic uh, uh, empowerment. So, you know, out of those, that's that's my job. I'm honored to do that as a black man in America, and I'm going to fulfill those type of uh, um, challenges to do that as long as I live. Brother Gary, ladies and gentlemen, Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. We'll see you out there tomorrow in Providence and then 3 p.m. at the MLK Center in uh, Newport on Saturday. Um, thanks for all your great work and, and thanks for communicating with as many people as you have over the last week. I know it's been a particularly trying and exhausting period here, so thanks for hopping on. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. And, and like I said, your show is amazing. And let's keep up the good work. This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast.